Hello, beautiful people. My name is Drew Diorsi, and you are listening to the Body Life Mastery Podcast, where it is my intention to be an open channel of love and to share with you practical information so that you can begin living your greatest life in your greatest body. Today, it's episode 73. Drew approved insight on what to look for on an ingredient list. This podcast is going to be broken up into two parts. Part one is where I am going to talk about the specific ingredients that I look out for when I am shopping and reviewing a specific product that help me determine whether or not this product is going to be life affirmative and help me on my quest of living my greatest life in my greatest body, or if it's just being marketed as healthy, but it's really um, going to create disharmony and dis-ease within my body. So part one will be the specific ingredients that I look out for. And part one is also going to be accompanied or accompanied by a Google document that will have every single ingredient written out so that you have a reference guide to come back to and review because I do not want this podcast to be something that fills your mind up with more information. I want it to be something that inspires change and that encourages you to change because if you want your life to change, you got to change your life, okay? So that's part one. Part two will be eight principles that I abide and live in alignment to that help me determine what I'm going to put on my body and what I am not going to put on my body. So part one, the biggest things that I look out for on a specific ingredient list, first and foremost, and I talk about this all the time on my social media because most products in today's markets or grocery stores, if you will, contains so much of this and it can be incredibly frustrating when you start actually looking out for it, which I believe we all should. So the first one is refined sugar and refined sugar comes in many different names and the common names you will see on labels are, you'll see dextrose, glucose, sucrose, brown sugar, corn syrup, rice syrup. I have all of these written down in the Google document that you can access in the show notes down below. But the reason I specifically choose to avoid products that contain refined sugar is because refined sugar is highly processed sugar that was once a real food, but it's been so processed that it is now devoid of all nutrients. It's high in calories, but it's void of nutrients. And this is exactly why today there are so many people walking around who are overweight, but they are starving. And the reason this happens is because when you're eating refined sugars and products that contain refined sugars, your body is getting in a bunch of calories. And it's really easy to eat a surplus in calories when you are consuming things that have refined sugar. And when you are eating um, in a calorie surplus, your body naturally gains weight. It's the byproduct of eating in a calorie surplus. However, 
even if you're eating a calorie surplus and you're consuming a lot of refined sugar, your body is not getting the nutrients it needs to feel satiated and fulfilled, okay? Because your body doesn't need calories. Your body needs nutrients. There's a huge difference there. And if you're eating something that is high in calories and low in nutrients, it is so easy to gain weight. Not only that, but sugar makes you feel tired and sluggish. So number one, I avoid refined sugar. Number two, okay, and this is kind of just a piggyback from that, is I also avoid artificial sweeteners. Many people think that the good thing to do instead of eating refined sugars is to consume artificial sweeteners. And the common names you will see on labels are sucralose, which might be the most common, aspartame, which is also very common. And there's many other ones, again, all in the Google document that you can review. Now, artificial sweeteners wreak havoc on the body. In fact, aspartame has resulted in more complaints to the FDA due to side effects than any other food additive ever approved in FDA history. And yet the FDA still allows it. Okay. Now, <clears throat> when somebody is consuming artificial sweeteners, okay, the artificial sweeteners, they're really sweet. And so they tell your, they tell your taste buds and they signal to your taste buds that sweet stuff has arrived, which to the brain means nutrition has arrived. Because all throughout history, when people ate things that were really sweet, they were also eating things that were really nutrient dense, like fruit, right? But the brain has been tricked when you consume artificial sweeteners because no new, no real nutrients have arrived. It's all artificial. And thus, a message is then sent back to the brain saying, keep eating because we need nutrition to help process all of this fake food and, and to help run your body. And that's, again, how we've ended up with fit starving, or I'm sorry, fat starving people across the world today, because artificial sweeteners trick your brain into thinking real nutrients have arrived, but they haven't. So if a product contains artificial sweeteners, I'm going to throw it right back into the shelf. Okay, that's the third one. In the fourth one, or I'm sorry, that's the second one. So we've talked about refined sugars, artificial sweeteners. And the last one, I'm trying to keep this as simple as possible, is I look for specific fats. And again, the Google document contains every single fat that I avoid and also every fat that I consider to be a green light. Now, one of the red light fats are hydro hydrogenated and partially hydrogenated oils. And that's because these fats contain trans fatty acids and trans fatty acids, when viewed in a microscope, they look more like plastic than fat. And your body is not designed to eat plastics. Trans fatty acids, listen to me carefully, leads to fat storage and also resistance to insulin, which is a precursor to diabetes. Another specific fat that I choose to avoid because it wreaks havoc on the body is canola oil and soy oil, because both of these oils are high in omega-6 fatty acids. And if you consume a diet that has far more omega-6 fatty acids compared to omega-3 fatty acids, and the imbalance is off, you are going to notice major health problems. 
health problems such as the inability to burn fat, health problems such as um, psychological disorders, canola oil and soybean oil and things that are high in omega-6 has been linked to ADD and ADHD-like symptoms, okay? So again, the Google document contains every single fat that I choose to avoid for my health and every fat that I consider to be a green light. So that's part one. Those are the specific ingredients that I choose to avoid. To give you a quick overview, it's refined sugar, it's artificial sweeteners, and it's specific fats, okay? And if you want each ingredient written out so you can have a resource guide, just go to the Google document down below and check that out. Part two is going to be the eight principles that I abide by. Principle number one, I have this written down, so let me take a peek because it's not on the top of my head right now. Principle number one is avoid the four white devils, okay? The four white devils, white milk, white flour products, white sugar, and white table salt. All of these are highly processed foods that just like refined sugar are really high in calories and devoid of nutrients. So instead, choose organic, unprocessed, or minimally processed alternatives, okay? And again, the resource guide has more specifics in unprocessed alternatives, especially for sugar, okay? Now, the reason we want to avoid white table salt, which is usually written out as sodium chloride on an ingredient list, is because eating too much sodium chloride is going to increase your blood pressure. It leads to high blood pressure, which is also linked to conditions like heart failure and heart attack, which are killing so many people. It is also linked to kidney problems and fluid retention, always feeling um, fluffy and, and, and puffy, okay? Oftentimes, the reason people feel that way is because they're consuming products that have too much sodium chloride, all right? And coming back to white flour, white flour is highly processed flour that at a point in its journey was full of fiber and full of phytonutrients and antioxidants that the body loves and thrives off of. But it's been processed to the point where it's now white and it's devoid of all of those things. So it's high in calories, devoid of nutrients, avoid that. White milk, which at a point was very nutrient-dense in its raw state. But for quote-unquote safety reasons, they process it and they kill all of the living organisms that were once in the milk that used to be life-affirmative and life-giving, but now you are consuming a dead product that wreaks havoc on the body and requires so much energy for the body to digest and assimilate. So again, principle number one, avoid the four white devils, which are white milk, white flour, white sugar, and white table salt. Principle number two, if you can't pronounce a word on the label, don't eat it. Now, that's a really generalized principle, but it's pretty simple to follow. And the reason I say it's generalized is because people's ability to pronounce words are, are very uh, vast and different. I know my ability to read long words are not nearly as advanced as many others. 
Um, but to keep it simple, the reason this is a principle that I abide by is because if something is super long and has a bunch of syllables that I can't even read, then it's probably going to be something that was man-made, something that is not natural and not normal for my body to consume and to digest. So I'm just gonna, going to avoid it, All right? So principle number two, if you can't pronounce a word on the label, don't eat it. Principle number three, which helps my decision-making process when I am purchasing food, is if it was not here 10,000 years ago, don't eat it. Because it's probably just a modern pseudo food that will displace the real food your body needs. Now, it's okay to have a treat every now and again, a treat that was not here 10,000 years, 10, years ago. That's okay. But it's important to be careful of, of not really letting too many processed foods and drinks become a regular part of your diet. Okay. And when you do, the body is not going to lie and the body is going to give you signs and symptoms that are trying to tell you, yo, you got to change something. And that sign might be um, feeling tired. That sign might be feeling too sore after a workout. That sign might be the inability to lose weight and to constantly be gaining weight because that's not healthy for the body. So principle number three, if it was not here 10,000 years ago, don't eat it. Pretty simple. Principle number four is really the order of priority that I have when it comes to choosing produce and choosing meats. So priority number one is to choose something that is certified organic. Priority number two is to find something that is locally farmed. Okay. Priority number three is commercially farmed and hormone free. And priority number five, which I'm probably never going to abide by or, uh, resort to because it's so low is commercially farmed meats. So whenever I'm choosing produce and also meat, priority number one is to find something that is organic, certified organic, certified free range, certified pasture raised. Okay. Priority number two is to find something that is locally farmed. Priority number three is to find something that is hormone free. So it's not being pumped with hormones and antibiotics that wreak havoc on that poor animal's life and then wreak havoc on my life because I am what I eat, right? And then the last one is commercially farmed meats and commercially farmed produce, okay? The next principle that I abide by, and this is more or less just a daily ritual, daily habit, is to drink two to three liters of water every single day and nothing, 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 nothing is a substitute for water, okay? So many people are like, well, what about uh, soda water or what about tea? Nope, 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 nope. Consume just pure water, spring water, if you can find access to it. And that's because water plays a huge role in your metabolism in every function that your body goes through on a daily basis. Um, principle number six is really just follow the 80-20 rule, okay? The, the principle is that 80% of the time you're staying, you're staying disciplined, you're staying focused, 
and 20% of the time you're, you're allowing yourself to um, deviate from a strict protocol. Um, and that's because you don't have to be rigid all the time. You just need to be intelligent just to check in with that body. What does my body need right now? Okay. And if you do that, you will notice that 80% of the time you will eat really healthy, really nutrient dense foods that appear to make you look very disciplined. And 20% of the time, your body's going to be like, yo, let's eat some brownies. That's natural. That's normal. Okay. So just have some fun with that. Principle number six is follow the 80-20 rule. Principle number seven is always eat right for your unique individual metabolic needs. Okay. Something that I educate my clients on is eating in alignment with their metabolic type. Because your metabolic type dictates and determines what foods your body will respond best to. All right. And it's really simple. In fact, if you join my free Facebook group, which I will add in the show notes down below, you will be able to access a free quiz that will help you determine your unique metabolic type. And it's also going to give you insight on what foods to be eating more of to really optimize your health and your fat loss and your longevity and your performance and your strength and also what foods to be eating less of, okay? And then the last principle, perhaps you can call it a spiritual principle, but it's respecting food as something vital to your life and cherishing it and to be eating it with intention and mindfulness. Okay, food is not something to bargain shop for. It's not always looking for the cheapest thing. It's to find things that are life affirmative, things that are going to help you feel better, look better, and live a better epic life. So respect food in that regard. So many people are trying to shop for food the same way they shop for gasoline, always looking for the cheapest. But that leads to disharmony within the body and dis-ease within the body. So respect your food before you consume it. Talk to it. Tell it what you want it to do for you. Thank it for participating in your journey. And make it clear to the food that you're about to eat, whether that's plants or animals, both living organisms, right? Make it clear to the food that you're not, you're not killing it. You're not sacrificing it. You're giving it an opportunity to live through you and that you need help from it to serve other people and to impact other people and to live an epic life, a life that you want to live, a life that you are on the path of living right now. So that's it for this podcast. If you enjoyed it, please give me some feedback. Send me a message on social media or email me. I will attach my email in the show notes down below. And one last thing that I want to mention is if you are tired of playing guessing games with your health and your nutrition, and if you really want to take things to the next level for yourself, 
then I got good news for you, my friend. We have a few spots open in my online coaching program where you and I would work together on a one-to-one level to create the perfect sustainable nutrition plan, an exercise routine to consistently burn one to two pounds of body fat every single week while getting strong without depriving yourself, without following any strict rules, while impacting every other area of your life and while showing up as the 2.0 you and really living an epic freaking life, living your best life in your best body. That's what the program is all about. So if you want to learn more information and learn more details about the program, just go to the show notes down below, schedule a free coaching consultation with me and you and I will talk together. Uh, I will share with you the details. We'll create a perfect game plan for you to follow. And then from there, you'll decide whether or not um, it's a good fit for you. So that's it for this podcast. Please make sure you're following this podcast so you can stay up to date and share this podcast with a friend or 10 of them. That would mean the world to me. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you very soon. Peace.